We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Brent Aiken. And on today's episode, I will be reviewing Season 4 of Harley Quinn. So, uh, if you haven't seen the season, you know what to do. Stop the episode right now, go watch it, and then come back and listen to the episode. But if you uh, don't care about spoilers, or if you've already seen the season, then by all means, please continue uh, with the episode. So, I have talked about this show uh, twice before on the podcast. Uh, The first time I talked about it was in Season 5 last year, when uh, Season 3 uh, finished. I talked about the entirety of season three and that was also my hundredth episode. So that was a big milestone for me in, in terms of the podcast and, uh, which was cool. And then the second time I talked about the show was when they released the hour long or 45 minute long, uh, Valentine's day special in between seasons three and four, which if you look on max, it, it lists the Valentine's day special as part of season three. So I guess technically it is part of season three, but, but you know, they, they released that in between this current season and and season three. So, uh, and that was in season six of the podcast, uh, back in February of this year. So, uh, so yeah, I've talked about the show twice before. Uh, I love the show. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if you, if you, uh, haven't listened to those two episodes, uh, I really do love the show. Uh, it's, um, you know, it just, it has a, I mean, it's, it's, uh, the animation's great. The, uh, voice acting's great. I like that it's an adult, animated superhero show. Uh, and I like the fact that it's focusing on Harley, you know, cause like I, you know, I'm aware of her origin because, uh, originally she was created, uh, by Paul Dini for the, uh, Batman, the animated series, the, the one that aired in the nineties. And cause she, because, uh, up until then, uh, Harley Quinn didn't exist. She was created solely for that show because, uh, Paul Dini and some of the other writers and, and, uh, well, Paul Dini was the creator of Batman the Animated Series, but but him and some of the other writers thought it'd be cool to give Joker uh, a girlfriend, you know, a partner. So they're like, okay, we'll create this uh, female clown character who's kind of like on his same wavelength in terms of psychoticness, you know, <laughs> craziness, uh, insanity, and they and they're like, and they get uh, created her, and uh, and you know, and she's been in like video games and and the comics ever since then. Uh, and of course, you know, we finally got the live action adaptation, uh, of her in Suicide Squad with, uh, Margot Robbie, who is perfect as Harley Quinn. That's one of her, that's one of, uh, personally, my, personally, that's one of my favorite roles that she's, uh, played. Uh, of course, most of her roles are fantastic. Pretty much all of them are. But, uh, but yeah, I love her as, uh, Harley Quinn in those three movies. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I liked her in Birds of Prey and the Suicide Squad too. And, um, and while I have, I still haven't watched, uh, Batman, the animated series, I did want to mention that Arlene Sorkin, the voice actress for Harley Quinn, uh, in Batman, the animated series, uh, recently passed away. I want to say it was a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me check just so I'm not, uh, just so I'm not messing this up. Uh, yeah. Okay. She died August 24th. So yeah, it was like two... Well, three weeks ago. Yeah, it was like three and a half, three, three and a half weeks ago. 
Um, so, and, and it was sweet too, because, uh, in the season finale at the beginning, at the very beginning of the, of last night's episode, they, uh, had a little dedicated to, uh, blurb, you know, like it was like the episode opened and it was a, an image of Arlene Sorkin and it said dedicated to Arlene Sorkin and, you know, said the date of birth, date of death. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Cause I, I had heard, you know, a uh, few days before, uh, or maybe I heard when it when the news was released, but uh, it was around the it was sometime between last night and the twenty fourth that I heard uh, she had died. I was like, oh man, that sucks. But uh, but that was sweet they did that. Uh, but yeah, and you know uh, I, I've said this before. I'm pretty sure I said it in the last two the last two times I talked about the show. But uh, you know uh, Kaylee Kuoko, uh, Penny from The Big Bang Theory, and she's also on The Flight Attendant, which is a Max original. Which I haven't seen, but I've heard it was uh, heard it's pretty good. But uh, she is, uh, you know, killing it as uh, uh, voicing this character, voicing Harley. Uh, they couldn't have picked a better person uh, to play Harley, in my opinion. Um, and you know, and it's not like uh, Kaylee Cuoco's played like crazy, insane characters, but like just at, you know, after hearing her performance as Harley, I was like, yeah, they they the casting department you know, did a, an excellent job when they cast her like that. Like she really does do a fantastic job, just bringing the insanity, uh, and, and, uh, upbeat joyfulness of Harley's character, you know, like she's just so, yeah, she just does such a great job at like, you know, with, with the character's personality, you know, she, she's fantastic. And then the rest of the voice cast are great too. But, uh, but yeah, so, Back when season three premiered last year, I was worried that the show would be canceled because a lot of of HBO Max and now technically they're Max, but you know a lot of Max originals were uh, specifically a lot of the animation, uh, the a lot of the animated shows were being scrapped, or if they weren't scrapped, were in danger of being scrapped, or they had already been scrapped, and uh, and yet for some reason Velma's still getting a season two. I I don't know why. <laughs> I still haven't even watched Velma, but I, I keep from what I've heard about it. I, I feel like I wouldn't like it just because everyone seems to, everyone who's watched it, it seems like ha, they have nothing but contempt for it. Like everyone's just constantly shits on it all the time, and anytime it's Scooby Doo's brought up, they're like, "Oh yeah, well, hopefully whatever they make, whatever whatever's next for Scooby Doo, it's not as bad as that god awful Velma," you know. So, I. uh it needless to say it hasn't made me uh eager to watch it all the all the uh comments and reviews that I, and that I've heard and read and you know seen about it I, i'm like uh you know and the and the when i saw the trailer i'm like yeah i don't know you know but uh but hopefully season 2 will be the last uh anyway <laughs> but yeah so like yeah the, the velma's still getting the second season but there were a lot of shows that max had scrapped like uh jg quintel the creator of regular shows show close enough, which I didn't finish watching, but for some reason, not only did they just not renew it, they straight up removed it from Max's service, and I was like, what was that about, you know, like, and, and most of them were just the, uh, and, you know, David Zaslav is like the head of Warner Brothers Discovery, the merging, the, the new company that, you know, they've merged Warner Brothers and Discovery and made that, um, he's kind of like the head honcho right now. And, you know, they, they were just, they had just been writing all these shows as a uh, tax write-offs. Same with uh, Final Space. You know, it could have gotten another, season three ended on this huge cliffhanger, which, 
again, haven't watched season three, but uh, I had watched the first two seasons. I loved it. I had planned on watching season three. And then when I got around to going like, oh, yeah, I, I should I should watch this. They removed it from the service. And, uh, you know, yeah, they didn't renew it for a fourth season. They removed it straight from Max. And I was like, okay, well, I guess, uh, and I can't find it anywhere, really, good copy of it, so it's like, okay, I guess it's just gone. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere, but still, it's like, the hell was that about, you know? And, which is why I'm thankful that, uh, you know, Harley Quinn managed to survive, because I could have sworn that af when season three ended, I'm like, okay, are they go gonna greenlight this for a fourth season? Because the first two seasons aired on DC Universe, which was like this, uh, which was like, it was a video on demand service that, uh, it was launched on in 2018. So, you know, it, uh, was basically just a streaming service that DC had that, uh, for, for some of their shows, uh, which I think Doom Patrol was another one that managed to survive and, and, uh, you know, the DC, uh, it managed to survive. Like they, they, it was moved from DC universe to, HBO Max and it's it's still going on too so it was like oh that's that's pretty cool uh but but yeah Harley Quinn you know thankfully you know and and because it took like two years in between seasons two and three to for season three to come out and then I I was wondering I'm like okay are they gonna continue it or are they just gonna call it quits and hopefully not remove it from the service but maybe they'll just be like oh yeah well we're not gonna renew it you know and it, it'll just end on this cliffhanger on season three uh, but no, but then to my surprise, the Valentine's Day special came out in February and then season four premiered very shortly after in June. I mean, uh, well, the end of July, my bad. And, you know, which was only five months away, you know, there's only five month difference or five, there were only five months apart between the Valentine's Day special and the season four. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're getting a fourth season. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I was just surprised and excited and glad that they didn't just scrap the show or shelve it, you know, and it's like, well, we're not going to make any more of this. Uh, I guess they realized, and, and I, yeah, I guess Max, the people at Max are maybe slowly starting to treat their animated shows with more respect, starting to treat them better, uh, because uh, this and Fiona and Cake seem to be doing really well. Uh, and, and, you know, like everyone loves Harley. I guess, I guess Max realized also that everyone loves Harley Quinn. Season three did really well. The Valentine's Day special, everyone seemed to love that too. Uh, I, I think they realized this was the one show they couldn't just shelve because people would be up in arms. People would be way more pissed if they canceled this than like they were when they canceled close enough, which is not saying people weren't pissed when they canceled that, but like, you know, Harley Quinn has had years, has had decades of like, of existing like you know she's a well-known established character and the and this this is a, a show about superhero characters that have been around for a while you know like it's like they they have decades worth of stories to tell from like you, you know you can take like inspiration from several decades worth of comics and movies and other shows and video games that you know you could adapt and like uh showcase in in the in this show you know and uh and, you know, and also because they, you know, Warner Brothers, you know, Max has a lot of the, has most of, if not all of DC's stuff, you know, all the movies and shows from the past 20, 30 years. I mean, you know, from, from all the way back to the Tim Burton, I think they have the, the Tim Burton Batman movies on there, but yeah, you know, they have all that stuff on there. So I guess they realize they're like, 
yeah, this, we should probably just continue this. Uh, so I'm glad. And I'm also really glad too, because like literally, yeah, yesterday when I was, when I was eating lunch at work, I was, (laughs) I was watching one of my shows, the episode ended. And then I, I got a, uh, I was like, man, I can't wait to watch the finale tonight. And then I saw, I got a notification on YouTube for a, uh, a clip or for a trailer for the kite man spinoff. And I was like, yes, because that was something else they had announced like last year or a couple or in 2021, it it was sometime like a year or two ago, but they had announced that they were working on a kite man spinoff. And then the news was like, Oh, it got shelved. And then, uh, but thankfully I guess it didn't get shelved. I guess they also realized they're like, well, we gave Harley Quinn a season four. Let's go on with the kite man spinoff. Or like, I guess maybe sometime after season three, uh, premiered and after it ended, uh, Max was like, you know what? You guys go, you guys can go ahead with the Kai Man spinoff. We'll, we're, we're still going through with that. And, uh, so that's, that's premiering sometime next spring, uh, wonderfully titled Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which I love that. Cause like, that's his, that's like his, if you haven't seen Harley Quinn, that's like a uh, Kite Man's catchphrase in the show is like, hell yeah. You know, like whenever he's excited. He just says, hell yeah. So I, I, uh, I love that. But yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, it was just a teaser. It was only like a little over a minute, so there wasn't much to it, but it looked cool. Uh, I mean, you know, it felt like Harley Quinn, but, you know, focusing on Kite Man. Like, it, animation was great. You know, it looked gory, but not too gory. It looked raunchy, but, you know, not too raunchy. I mean, you know, it was, it was the perfect... Uh, it, it looked like a, a, it was going to be a really good spinoff uh, and a really good show in and of itself. Uh, so um, yeah, I'm glad that's uh, moving forward, and uh, and yeah, and, and Fiona and Cake too. I'm glad that, uh, and again, I think Max also realized that they, you know, because that was in danger of being shelved, and I guess they realized, well, look, every a lot of people love Adventure Time, uh, you want, and you know, we have a a lot of the Cartoon Network shows in our library, so you know, I, and and also not to mention that Cartoon Network Studios, the building shut down like a month or two ago. So, you know, like the official building. And, uh, so I guess they were like, well, you know what, let's, let's go forward with this too. And I'm glad they did because Fiona and Cake has been fantastic so far. Uh, but more on that at the end of the month, because, uh, there's like, they've been airing the episodes, uh, two episodes per week. So, and there's 10 episodes this season. So, I'll, I'll get into more about Fiona and Cake, uh, and probably mention what I just mentioned. I'll probably mention that in the review, but it's, uh, the finale airs, or the last two episodes, air, uh, September 28th. So on the 29th, I'll, uh, be reviewing that. So that'll be two, like one or two episodes, uh, from now. But, uh, but yeah, so back to Harley Quinn. Uh, so yeah, I, I am thrilled. I'm, I'm relieved <laughs> that they didn't cancel. Harley Quinn, and they haven't announced a season five yet, but the fact that they released the trailer, the teaser trailer for the Kite Man spinoff yesterday, the same day that the season four finale dropped, you know, or premiered, I think it's safe to say that they're going to go ahead and through go with the season five because they wouldn't have just, they wouldn't have, uh, they wouldn't have released the trailer for the spinoff for Harley Quinn and just not announce a season five like they, they wouldn't just scrap they wouldn't just end it with season four and, and they wouldn't have the spinoff and then just end it with season four you know what i mean like that what sense does that make especially considering the cliffhanger that the season four finale ends on but uh but i'll get into that uh 
later on in the episode. So, but on now uh, on to talk on to talking about the season proper. Um, well, what can I say? But it was another fantastic season full of uh, uh, gore and violence and uh, funny ass jokes and uh, <laughs> great animation. Um, and you know uh, the and 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 you know one thing I love about the show uh, that it continues to do well is. Uh, you know, well, one, you know, it, it being gory and raunchy, it is gory and raunchy, but it's never, it, it I, to me, it never feels like it's uh, uh, forced or played out or like too much. You know, it never feels like it's doing it for the sake of doing it. Like it feels like kind of woven into the story and, and it, you know, it's usually funny or like shocking or engaging, you know, it's never played out or tired, you know what I mean? Or over the or too too much at once you know like it's like it's overkill you know you're overdoing it you know uh it never it never feels like that to me uh at least and uh which which i'm glad you know uh because they because they could just go on swearing throughout the entire episode without any meaning or any punch to it and they could just display violence throughout the entire episode without any meaning or point but no that i mean they they have a point and a meaning meaning to it and it fits well within the episode's and the stories being told in the episodes. But yeah, not only that, but like they do have a great, they do a great job at like integrating the main overarching plot of the show and of the season while still also kind of having an episode here or there that uh, is just like a kind of a standalone episode in a way. Like, uh, for example, like this season, there's uh, in episode eight, uh, Il Buffon, I believe that's how you pronounce it, Il Buffon. Uh, most of the episode. Uh, or, well, I'd say about half the episode, uh, there's a, you know, focuses on Bane. We just get like a, a Bane, I guess, I guess you could say it's an A plot, but cause we, st- I think we, I believe we start off with Bane in the episode, but half the episode is dedicated to Bane going all the way to Italy to get a pasta maker for, uh, Nora, who's, uh, uh, if you don't know, she's, um, Mr. Free, uh, Dr. or Mr. Freeze's wife. And, uh or was his wife before he died in season two. But, uh, yeah. And, you know, she, she is like Ivy's assistant, you know, or she kind of works with her at the Legion of doom. And yeah, cause, uh, Bane is just like kind of hopelessly in love with Nora. So he's like, Oh, I will go to Italy and fix and find a new, better pasta maker for my beautiful Nora, you know? <laughs> and then he gets all the way there and like the models discontinued. And then he just, he, he like helps, he tries to get one from this Italian woman, this elderly Italian woman, and she teaches him how to make pasta himself. And, uh, and you know, and then, and then he comes back and, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great, I won't tell you how exactly it all plays out, but, it, but it's, it's funny. Just anytime Bane shows up in an episode, it's always just hilarious as shit just because of his voice. And it's funny because like they took the inspiration for Bane's voice from, Tom Hardy's performance in The Dark Knight Rises because you know how he how you know the uh or that that's where this Bane's voice originally came from because if you've ever seen that movie Tom Hardy and he is intimidating and the voice you'd think it would be uh not counterproductive you'd think it would be it wouldn't fit but it kind of fits in a way because you know the way he shot you know Bane's like this big roided out in a way uh huge dude, you know, and, uh, and the voice kind of makes it more intimidating because you'd expect a deep voice from him. But the fact that it's like this sort of like, Oh, you know, what are you doing here? You know, like the fact it's like this muffled kind of 
slightly silly voice, it kind of makes it even more intimidating because it's, you know, the exact opposite of what you'd expect, you know? So it's kind of, it kind of makes it creepier when he says stuff like, do you feel in control? You know, <laughs> like when he's towering over, you know? And, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, this Bane is obviously a little bit uh, goofier than, well, a lot goofier than, uh, than Tom Hardy's portrayal because in, in the Dark Knight Rises, he was more serious and, you know, more of a murderer. Uh, and this Bane is not as, you know, um, <laughs> not as serious as that Bane, but, but no, that, that was great. But, but yeah, I mean like, but you know, they have subplots that like, I mean, they tie into the episode, but like, you know, we can have characters doing their own things in the episodes that don't really, that aren't really, uh, connecting or th that don't really have anything to do with the main story going on in the episode. Uh, they can just be off doing their own thing and it's cool, you know, but then there is like each season and each episode does kind of carry over into the next one in a way like uh, this season, you know, two of the big plot lines are, you know, cause obviously at the end of season two, Harley and Ivy got together in season three, they were, they had officially, you know, season three was the first season where they had officially started their relationship. They were a couple, uh, and then this season, uh, kind of takes their relationship and fl not flips the script, but it, it does something interesting with it where, uh, Harley, uh, her whole storyline this season is, uh, she's now the newest member of the Bat family and, uh, you know, comprising of Barbara, who's bad girl, uh, Damien, who is Robin. And then, um, what was, uh, Nightwing's name? Uh, yeah. What was Nightwing's name? Uh, it was, I think it was, uh, Damien. No, no, Damien was Robin. Uh, it was Drake. It, it was, I think it was Drake, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, sorry, I forgot his name for a second. Um, it was, it was something like that, but yeah. So it's like, yeah, Robin, Batgirl and Nightwing, uh, and Alfred at first, although, uh, because of something that, which I won't go into how it happened, but Bruce, Batman gets arrested at the end of season three. And, uh, in, in this season, Alfred tries to like his whole like little storyline, which we see throughout the episodes. Uh, he early on in the season gets, uh, uh, arrested. He gets himself arrested, hoping to transfer between prisons until he's eventually thrown into the same prison as Batman. And then <laughs> at the end, we, uh, Batman calls in a favor, uh, to, to a, a lawyer, uh, and he's like, Hey, how would you, I forgot what it was, but it's like, Hey, how would you like, uh, your son to have a, a job at Wayne Enterprises or something? And she's like, Oh, I'll, we'll have you out in like 15 minutes or we'll have you out by the, the next day. And then as Alfred's going into the prison, Bruce is like, Oh, Hey, Alfred, I'll see you at the mansion. Like he's leaving. <laughs> and it's like, damn, he did all that for nothing. Uh, but that, that was, that was great. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, Harley's trying to become a hero, you know, and all the, it, you know, even, uh, uh, dressing up in this really cool, badass looking, uh, uh, and, and cute. Like she looks cute in it. It's this cute, badass looking outfit of hers that that's like, uh, it's pink and blue, kind of like two of her signature colors. Well, besides black and red, because sometimes her pigtails are like, she's like, has highlights in them, like pink and blue highlights. Um, but you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like pink and blue and there's a little bit of black in there and it's like, uh, there's, she's got the top and then she's got the, the, the bottom and then she's got the boots and, uh, and, and a little, a little tiny cape and, 
<laughs> and it looks cute. Like it's, it's, it fits her well. Like, it's like, oh yeah, this is, if she was a, if she was a member of the bad family, like this, this is how, you know, this is the outfit she would wear. Totally. Uh, but yeah. And, and, you know, there's a lot of funny moments, a lot of great moments with her trying to reconcile with, uh, her past villainous or with her villainous tendencies, you know, like she's trying to do things by the book, by Barbara, you know, by Batgirl and, and the other members of the Bat family's way. Uh, but you know, it, and, and she's trying, but like, it's, it's a little bit of a, of a, a hurdle for her, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of an adjustment. And then, uh, the other like main huge storyline this season is, uh, at the end of season three, Ivy got accepted by Lex to be the new CEO of, uh, LexCorp or the, well, the new, uh, well, the, the CEO of the Legion of Doom rather. And, uh, and Ivy is trying to actually, you know, in her words, uh, do some socially conscious, conscious evil. Uh, but you know, Lex has other plans. He, he, he basically just wants a puppet. You know, he wants someone that he can like espouse his, uh, company's viewpoints with he doesn't really want anyone that like is going to take charge he just wants someone as a seat filler you know he wants and a puppet you know and uh and ivy's like screw that i want to do you hired me to be the ceo i want to actually do something ceo worthy i'm not just gonna sit back and have you take all the fame and glory and 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 just be used as a puppet you know and uh and you know she's butting heads with lex for most of the season and harley ends up kind of butting heads with uh it gets worse for her, but she ends up butting heads with, uh, with Batgirl, with Barbara. And, uh, and, and on top of that though, like those are the main storylines, but then you also have like other subplots going on throughout the season. Like, uh, King Shark becomes a dad and, uh, uh, you know, we was like, I think it was like nine or 11, uh, baby sharks. And, uh, and there's one episode and, uh, Jim Gordon, uh, your, you know, commissioner Gordon, uh, you know, Batgirl, Barbara's father, uh, he, uh, gets a job as like the security guard, uh, slash front desk assistant at, uh, the Legion of Doom. Uh, cause he's like, well, I, I should probably get a job, get off my ass, get a job. And, uh, there's a little subplot in one of the episodes where, uh, him and King Shark are like, like King Shark couldn't get a sitter. So he brought his kids to the Legion of Doom, you know, take your kids to work day. Well, it wasn't take your kids to work day, but he, he, made it take your kids to work day. He brought all 11 of his kids. And, uh, there's a little subplot in one episode where, uh, him and Gordon are like, you know, they're still working, but like, they're like, uh, uh, hanging out with his kids, taking care of them all while trying to, you know, just hang out, they're just hanging out, having a good time, you know, just babysitting 11 shark babies. <laughs> and, uh, and that was a funny subplot. Uh, yeah, and then there's that. Yeah, uh, like I said, Alfred's whole thing with trying to transfer between jails until he eventually gets to the jail that Bruce is in. Or, you know, yeah, Batman, Bruce. And uh, uh, there's a subplot where Ivy feels threatened by the Johns, who are, like, her, supposed to be her PR team. And they eventually... Uh, <laughs> and, and, and like I said, spoilers. So I, I'll go ahead and say what happens. Because uh, it's just so hilarious uh so you know she she's butting heads with uh like lex in uh i believe it was episode yeah wait no episode four yeah episode four um with the longest ass title i think in the whole show uh the first person to come back from a, from a business conference without chlamydia <laughs> that's the name of the episode so in episode four uh lex 
uh, or Ivy goes to, to Malicon, which is a supervillain convention on the moon, and she's supposed to hold a panel, but Lex, he only wants her to give, like, an opening speech for his presentation. She, he, do, he doesn't actually want her to, again, he's using her as a puppet, you know, he just wants her to do what he wants her to do. He doesn't want her to branch out and do her own thing or be her own CEO, you know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but then, uh, we have, um, uh, you know, Lex, uh, later on in the episode gives her two, P- uh, her PR team, she gives her two, uh, you know, kind of, um, ass kissers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, two, two, uh, members for her PR team, the Johns. And they're like these kind of flamboyant, uh, like, uh, uh, stylishly dressed, flamboyant, uh, kind of sassy guys who are like, oh yeah, we'll take it from here, Ivy. You know, like, like they're like doing, you know, like at first they're like, oh yeah, we'll take the weight off your shoulders. We'll, we'll help you, uh, be a better CEO. And it's just the two of them at first, but then like the next episode, there's like two more. And what's funny is that they don't look exactly the same, but they look similar enough to where it's like, what is going on? Like, and then, and the, and then again, the fact that the next two that show up are also named John, like there's like four guys named John and they're all like wearing pink and white, like stylishly dressed, kind of flamboyant, have facial hair, kind of sassy, smart asses, you know, in a way. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then the next episode, there's like six of them and then, or eight is like, or it's either six or eight, you know? And, uh, I was like, okay, what's going on? And then we find out that they, like asexually reproduce like they they like split from each other and become another john like one one splits off from the one one you know one john splits like in half or like separates from himself and he becomes another john and uh ivy's like okay well i gotta and and the johns uh start you know the more that show up the more they're starting to take over for ivy like again they're using her as a puppet, you know, they're like, okay, you just say what we say. We're, we're your PR team. We're going to take care of everything. And then Ivy, of course, is like, no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. And so she gets help from, uh, uh, like she's a mentor, which is another subplot that happens in the, uh, show or in the season, but she has, uh, some mentees. She's the mentor to these three, uh, uh, women, uh, or supervillain women, uh, Tara, Volcana, and Teffy Holland. And, uh, and, and they were pretty cool. Uh, I liked the, I don't think we've seen them before in the show. I think they were new additions or new, new characters. And when I say new characters, I don't mean new characters created solely for this show. I just mean new characters within the show. I'm sure they existed somewhere in the comics before, but, but yeah, in terms of the show, I'm pretty sure we haven't seen them yet. Or if we've seen them, they've probably been in like the background of a, of a few scenes, you know, but this is the first time I feel like we're being properly introduced to them. And, uh, and they were cool, you know, uh, but she gets some help from them in killing the Johns because it, it, uh, the end of the episode, uh, ends with a a fight between a giant Ivy and the Johns merging into one and becoming a giant John. And like, they set his ass on fire and stab him and like, (laughs) it's just like, they, 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 they mess him up by the end of it. Uh, and they kill him and, but yeah, so Oh, and then also, and uh, you know, King Shark gets more, you know, gets, gets a good amount to do. Like he has a lot of funny scenes. I feel like my only nitpick maybe, and it's not really that big of a deal, but I would have liked to have seen more Clayface this season because, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot to, he's not in the season that much. And I was a little bummed by that because 
you know, Clayface is one of my favorite characters too. Uh, he's, he's just hilarious. Just this, you know, thespian or wannabe thespian that, you know, this very, you know, in his eyes, perfect actor. And he, and I guess in a way he kind of is, but sometimes he tends to overdo it whenever they're like on a mission and he, he, cause you know, he's clay. He can like shapeshift and mold into any person he wants to look like, you know, but, but sometimes he can go a little bit overboard and get too into character and that can kind of mess things up for the group or it, it did in the first two seasons when they did that, you know, but like I said, the show has kind of evolved past the whole Harley and her team aspect. Cause you know, at the end of season two, you know, starting with season three, they kind of switched that up where, you know, like I said, King Shark's now a dad. It was boy in this season. King Shark's a dad. Clayface is on tour in Las Vegas. Uh, he's an actor and a, and a singer and, uh, so, uh, yeah, he's a musical artist and actor in Vegas in the season. Uh, he finally got his big calling. Uh, Ivy's running the the CEO of the Legion of Doom and Harley's with the Bat Family. And then you have Dr. Psycho, who kind of left the group in season two uh, when he got kicked out for being a villainous piece of shit, which is kind of funny considering they're all villains. But, like, he was, like, the worst of them all. So they kicked his ass out of the group. And, you know, we've seen cameos from him throughout the seasons. Uh, and he has a funny cameo... A funny little uh, scene or two in this season where Harley's trying to, uh, we see we see he has his own podcast and he's just like this kind of like, I guess Ben Shapiro uh, <laughs> type of uh, person. He's just like this kind of toxic male asshole in a way, just just this kind of douchebag, you know, uh, which he always was a douchebag. But it's just funny like that he has his own platform to just like you know, just, just hang out and talk about shit, just random shit and just kind of, just kind of be a dick. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, like Joe, like Joker. Uh, and, and this was a shocking shock too. Like, uh, at the end of episode four or no, at the end of episode five, uh, Nightwing is dead. Like, uh, Harley and Nightwing are going to investigate, uh, where Barbara is cause or Batgirl cause they don't know where she went. Uh, then they go and they find her at the, at her family cabin and, um, and they're like, oh, okay, well she's there. And, but you know, and then Harley's like, oh, Hey, good. We found you. And like, she's like out like camping at a campfire and Nightwing just, his dead body just falls from a tree and it's like limp. And I'm like, you know, and it just, and the episode just ends and I'm like, wait, did they actually kill Nightwing? And, uh, next episode starts with his funeral. I was like, oh, damn, I liked Nightwing. He was cool. Uh, and so, like, that's a subplot, you know, that, like, further uh, kind of, uh, well, I mean, they, they repair it at the end. But, like, throughout the season, uh, Harley and Barbara's relationship, uh, their, their friendship and their partnership as members of the Bad Family begins to deteriorate, especially, it was kind of de- deteriorating earlier, but, like, it really starts to, devolve and deteriorate once Nightwing dies because Barbara just is like she's becoming an insomniac like she's constantly trying to she she's up she's up for days and nights trying to find you know, just becoming obsessed with finding Nightwing's killer and Harley is too but like she's not you know she's like you gotta kind of relax take a break we'll find Nightwing's you know uh we'll find Nightwing's killer and then when Joker uh, oh, and Joker has a great subplot too, where, uh, you know, for the last season and a half, you know, uh, I guess it was like halfway through season three, he becomes the mayor of Gotham. 
Uh, and we get this, uh, I think it was in episode four, uh, or maybe it was episode, was it episode three, maybe? Um, maybe it was episode three. It was either episode three or four, but, uh, but, you know, Joker is just in a meeting, a one-on-one meeting with, uh, like the, uh, a landscaper that, you know, works for the city. And he's just like scrolling through his phone, like on Instagram or some social media service. And, uh, the guy's like, are you even listening to me? And Joker's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did my scrolling through my phone indicate this was the most boring ass meeting I've ever been a part of, you know, like that. Like he's just berating the guy. And later on in the episode, he like blows up his lawnmower while he's still on it. And Joker's like, you know what? I'm, (laughs) he's like, I'm done being nice. I'm just going to go back to being evil, but he's still mayor. And then we, we see him with his family later um, his wife and, and her two kids. And they're like, uh, <laughs> and he's like, I, good news, everyone. I'm going back to villainy, you know? And uh, they're like, wait, what? And, and it's funny because at first, uh, I thought, oh, this is going to be a whole thing where like his wife is going to be, uh, you know, is going to be a whole thing where his wife is going to be, uh, is going to be completely against it, and there's going to be a whole like custody battle between uh, with her, with him and her uh, over the kids. But no, like like uh, a minute later, like thirty seconds later, they're like all on board with it, and it, the scene just ends with them all laughing maniacally. <laughs> and then in the season finale, we see a little bit more of the family's villainous side when Harley, because uh, Joker ends up shooting Barbara, she survives, but Joker ends up shooting Barbara. Harley goes over to his house. And like has a has a fight between uh, her has a fight with uh, his wife, and his kids come out and like st- with like tools like they're gonna like torture her and maim her, and uh, they eventually give Joker up, and uh, Joker's like, "Daddy's proud of you guys. You guys are gonna about you you guys were about to torture you. You're doing Daddy proud. You know like he's like he's like so proud of his like family for like becoming joining the side of villainy." Like he was proud of them before, but like he's now extra proud that like he's had such a good for a, not not really good, but had such a in his mind a positive influence on them. Uh, and I was I thought that was such an interesting direction because I expected the whole custody battle thing. Like that's what I was thought was going to happen, but the fact that they all just decided to become a family of villains, I'm like this is cool because you know like it's like it's kind of neat to see a family of villains. Like I don't know, it's just like and the fact that like. One of them is a villain who's been in the game for years, you know, Joker. And then the other three who are just a wife and his two kids, uh, just a suburban suburban mom and two kids, you know. It's like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, I can't wait to see what they do, what more they do with that next season. But that was a great subplot, just <laughs> Joker's whole thing this season was great. Um, but yeah, so I could go on for well, not forever, but I could go on for longer about the whole season. But uh it was just, you know, so many good episodes. Uh, at one point, Harley and Ivy go f- into the future, uh, and they meet their daughter, who is, uh, like, she looks like a combination of the two of them. And Harley's, like, asking how they, like, which one of them had the kid, like, who was the sperm donor, who who actually had the, the, the baby. And, uh, and I was like, oh, shit, their daughter, okay. And I'm assuming at some point in the comics like this is a this is a storyline in one of the comics because they go to they go to the year uh 2048 
and you know they find out from not Nytiri Nytiri I believe yeah they named her after a character from Avatar the first Avatar and Harley and Ivy are like bullshit we didn't name you that <laughs> like they're like why would we ever name you after <laughs> like they're like shocked that she doesn't have like to them to in their minds they're shocked that they didn't give their daughter a more badass name but um but it it was sweet seeing them like be proud mothers of like their daughter even though she tries to kill them later in the episode <laughs> and Harley going on about like she's like she's like you you need you need some counseling sweetie or something like that like like you know she's just like going in about like how she's trying to be a good mom even though like uh they're like fighting her and she and she's literally trying to kill them um but yeah so <laughs> but it was it was funny though and like yeah the uh her and like a group of survivors tell tell her that in 2024 goth uh gotham was destroyed and you know now it's the year 2048 so the, the apocalypse has been happening for 24 years and um and you know it's uh, and that 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 was a great episode that was a uh, episode 7 the most culturally impactful film franchise of all time and um but yeah it was fantastic but uh but yeah so yeah just and and there's a lot more that I could go on about what happens in the season uh and a lot more funny jokes and everything but you know I I'd be here for way longer if I went into everything that happened but so I'll just go over uh, the finale and then I'll, you know, it, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess I'll just go over the finale and then that'll be it. Uh, so the finale, the season ends really well, uh, and ends on a really good cliffhanger, but, uh, Harley's, you know, uh, <laughs> she, uh, Ivy's going to Lex's birthday party on the moon, uh, where Ivy is planning on killing Lex. Cause she's like, you made me look like a complete ass. I thought you were hiring me. Because you actually valued my opinions and you thought I'd make a good CEO, but you just wanted uh, a puppet. You wanted an ass kisser. You know, you didn't actually value my opinion at all. Uh, yeah, you just you just wanted someone to to be a mouthpiece, you know. And uh, so, you know, she tries to kill him at his birthday party, but little do Harley and Harley uh, helps her. But little <laughs> and she also. Uh, and and Harley's like toying with whether she's a uh, a hero or a villain. So she's like earlier in the episode she tries when she kidnaps Joker from his family, she tries to uh <laughs> she she's about to feed uh him to I think it's her, her hyenas or if it's not her hyenas, it's hyenas at the zoo, but I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be her pet hyenas. And uh she's like, "You know what? I can't do it." So she just like she like <laughs> and it's funny too cuz he looks stupid. But like she ha she has a leash like a leash around his neck she's holding him as uh, she she takes him all the way to the moon with her and he she has like a sleep mask on his face and she has it duct taped duct 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 taped on his face so that way he can't see where he is like just in case the mask kind of falls off or he he can't he can't wiggle the mask off his face you know he can't shake it off and uh so <laughs> Harley tries to help Ivy you know uh, when um Ivy tries to kill Lex but little does she know that uh when Lex you know briefly took over Gotham uh cuz he he had this whole thing where he was going to like shoot uh a laser to like uh like I I think it was it like it was like shoot a laser to destroy the ozone ozone layer uh or yeah no no uh yeah the heat and the heat magnified the atmosphere uh 
Or yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, my bad. Alex was using his laser to block the sun. Yeah, and uh, and that's the apocalyptic moment that uh, when Harley and Ivy went to the future, that's what where things went to shit. Like that. That was the in, you know when they get back to the present, they're like, oh, everything went to shit, and then they find out Lex blocked the sun out with his laser, and uh, and and yeah, so it turns out that you know, but they ended up stopping him, and you know, turning off the laser unblocking the sun everything goes back to normal the ozone layer is kind of restored uh in the next episode and uh and then you know in the finale yeah lex is like oh well i was trying to weaken superman uh like he he weakens superman you know because he uh relies on the sun kind of for his strength and powers uh and he weakened superman brought him to the moon and kind of drained him he obtained his powers and so I, there's a great fight with Harley and Ivy against Lex. That was really cool. And uh, Barbara, who's still in the hospital, Harley calls her, and they're like, hey, we need you to hack into the, uh, like, uh, Lex is chasing us in a moon rover. Uh, we need you to hack into his moon rover and, like, um, and, you know, stop him before he stops us from, you know, blowing up. Because uh, they, they intend, they're like, you know what, we're going to destroy the Legion of Doom. Yeah, they decide they're going to destroy the Legion of Doom and, like, you know, some other uh, big businesses from, like, some of the villains. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we'll do that. And and Barbara, like, hacks into his moon rover, uh, causes him to crash into a crater. And Steppenwolf shows up and kidnaps him, takes him to, to uh, his ship or takes him back to his planet, which I forgot what Steppenwolf's planet was called. But, yeah, he, he just, uh, <laughs> he, like, waves at Harley and Ivy. He's like, peace. And then he just opens a portal uh, and takes Lex with him. And I was like, okay, so Lex is still Superman. Or Lex still has crypt, uh, Kryptonian powers, but Steppenwolf has him. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Um, and so, and, and yeah, so Harley and Ivy blow up the Legion of Doom. Most of the villains manage to get out of there before it it's completely gets blown up. I think they, they blow up, uh, oh yeah, they blow up Wayne Enterprises too. Uh, oh, they blow up Lex's company, LexCorp. Uh, with the ozone layer too. I mean the ozone laser. Yeah, they they blow that up. Wayne Enterprises, Legion of Doom. Uh oh, Apocalypse. Sorry, I just now realized that was Steppenwolf's planet. Apocalypse. Yeah. Um my bad. I, I knew it was some it had it had Doom or it had some kind of menacing sounding word as as the name of the planet. But yeah. Uh oh and they blow up uh uh kind of a business rival of Ivy's, like another CEO that she had kind of befriended earlier in the season. Uh, they blow up uh, her company. And uh, Superman, Harley saves Superman <laughs> before Lex's moon base blows up. Uh, and uh, his powers are restored. The moon is cracked in half, but thankfully Superman gets his powers back and he pushes the moon back together. So, uh, so he fixes that. And Harley uh, realizes that she has good and bad qualities so she in a way in a way kind of embraces herself as an anti-hero and um but yeah bruce is uh <laughs> released from prison and becomes batman again because like he's seen uh like when when harley and ivy are blowing up everything with the laser he's looking out out of his uh his prison window and he's like gotham needs batman and then like uh and then he call it like i said he calls the the lawyer or he, he or he calls in a favor like it's like a business friend of his and he's like hey how would you like your son to get into school and then she's like oh yeah well i'll get my lawyer we'll get you out before tomorrow we'll get you out by tomorrow uh bruce or mr wayne and then of course like i said alfred 
as soon as Bruce is leaving, Alfred's going into prison, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Alfred, I'll see you at the <laughs> see you at the at the manor. I'll see you at Wayne Manor." Um, but uh, yeah, that was great. Um, I'm curious to see what if Alfred will ever get out. I'm assuming he will, but uh, it was funny to see that. Oh, and uh, Talia Al Ghul, uh, who you know, Ra- who is Ra's Al Ghul's daughter, uh, who's the head of the uh, League of Shadows. Uh, she is, uh, she earlier in the, or after Nightwing died, she kind of like took Damien, uh, Robin and, uh, was like, okay, this is getting a little too, uh, shady for you to be around. Like, I don't want you to die too. The Bat family is getting picked off. If the Bat family is getting picked off one by one, I don't want you to be next. So <laughs> she kind of like takes him as her son and like just dips for a little bit. And, uh, and then, um, but they they come back in later in the episode, and uh, which was cool. Uh, but but what happens is uh, uh, what happens yeah after after that is uh, I mean not League of Shadows it was the League of Assassins my bad um, yeah that was Ra's al, Ghul, al Ghul's uh, team anyway yeah sorry my bad or that was that was the league he was a part of but yeah so. Yeah, the moon's restored. Uh, Bruce's uh, Alfred's in jail. Bruce got out, uh, and uh, Barbara, you know, calls them Harley and Ivy to meet in the graveyard at night. And uh, Catwoman shows up, and you know, we haven't seen Catwoman much this season, but she's like, they 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 all decide. Catwoman's like, hey, what do you guys think about forming a team? And they decide to form the Gotham City Sirens. Which, when they said the name, I'm like. Oh shit! Nice, cause uh, I've heard of the name before, uh, and they're they're like these three uh, girls on Instagram I follow who are like cosplayers, uh, big superhero fans, and they dressed up as the Gotham City Sirens. So I'd heard of the the name before, and then, you know, I saw their cosplays of Catwoman, Harley, and uh, Ivy, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and then when they when she said the name. When she said, do you want to start a team? I'm like, are they starting what I think they're starting? And then, the the yeah, she said the name. I'm like, ah, shit, nice. And that's cool because, like, uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to see what they'll do with that next season. But uh, but they find out that Nightwing's grave, like they're at the cemetery, they find out Nightwing's grave had been robbed, uh, and they decide to investigate the case as the Gotham City Sirens. And and then we and then the la- the final scene the scene right after that that we get to end the season off with, which was crazy. I, I didn't see this coming is that Talia, uh, you know, she's like showing Nightwing, like she's at her lair and she's sho- or not Nightwing. She's showing Robin Damien. Um, uh, like she, uh, uh, turns out that she took, she was the one that stole Nightwing's corpse and she resurrected him. And so he's now kind of not really a zombie, but I guess he's like undead in a way, but like, he's still very articulate. He still has his thoughts and all that, but she's like, uh, <laughs> she, she put him in a Lazarus pit and, uh, which is like this like thing in the DC universe, you know, it's like something that you can use to like restore, like brain people back to life. But yeah, it ends with Tully is like, now what are you going to do? And then like, uh, or I, I he either says, I'm going to kill Harley Quinn or he said, no, no. Nightwing said, uh, like Tully is like, yeah, showing Robin, you know, what the Lazarus pit does. I forgot exactly what she said, but the last line we end off with is like Nightwing gets up out of the pit and he's like, where the fuck is Harley Quinn? (laughs) 
<laughs> like that. And then it just cuts to the credits. I'm like, oh, shit, like that. Like, I didn't expect that big of a cliffhanger like that. That was cool. So, yeah. So, again, uh, season three did a great job at, like, uh, ending things off with, like, oh, what's going to happen next season? But I think this season ends even better in terms of, I mean, not saying season three didn't end well, but I think this season ends even better in terms of, like, how, like, what's going to happen with these characters in the next season. Like, it ended on so many good cliffhangers and, like, little... You know, it's like, what are we going to do with that? Like, you know, how is Alfred going to get out of jail? You know, uh, how is uh, how is Lex going to, is Lex going to remain, you know, is Lex going to keep his superpowers? You know, what's Steppenwolf going to do with him? You know, is he going to kill him? Uh, or is he going to somehow find his way back, you know, head back to Earth, you know? And him and Ivy are going to duke it out again, you know? Uh, you know, we got, we got Harley... Uh, realizing that she's probably more of an anti-hero than a hero and a villain because she has good and bad qualities and aspects to her. We have her, Ivy, Barbara, you know, Batgirl, and Catwoman, Selina, forming a team of kind of anti-heroes in a way. So it's like, you know, we got that. And then on top of that, we have Nightwing being brought back from the dead by Talia, who's still, you know, like I said, who's still mothering, you know, still still looking over uh, Damien, uh, uh, Robin, you know. And, uh, and, you know, and we, yeah, Nightwing's gonna, yeah, it's funny because, like, it's like they're looking, investigating where, you know, who t- took his corpse, and little do they know, Nightwing's back, you know, like he's undead. Uh, and looking like he's, he looked very pissed. He looked like, yeah, he was like, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> she killed me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. Uh, it's only right, it's only fair, you know. Um, but yeah, so. The season was great. Uh, you know, I mean, the show it has shown no signs of slowing down or running out of steam. And, I mean, I don't want them to go on too long to the point where they do. I wouldn't mind... I feel like six seasons, or maybe eight, six but six or eight would be a good stopping point. Because uh, I, I, I just don't want them to go on too long to where they run out of ideas or steam. Um, although, having said that, I and mean, they have years, they have decades worth of comic book material from the comic books and the shows and movies and video games, too, uh, that they could take inspiration from and, and use. And there's so many characters that, you know, that they have that, you know, that they can use, that, you know, that, that they have used and can continue to use going forward in the show. But then there's also characters they haven't really touched upon that much uh, that they could bring in, you know, and it's... uh you know, I mean, it's it's a gold mine, really. I mean, they they have so much material they can work with from all the other, you know, like I said, movies, shows, video games, and comics uh, that they could go on for a good while and not run out of steam. I just, I, I you know, I want them to go on for uh, probably two or four more seasons or as long as they feel like they, they can go without, you know, feeling like, okay, you're just dragging this out, you know. Um uh, but no, I mean, the storyline's been great, like the overarching plots in each season and throughout the show overall and in between episodes, you know, has been great, you know, and this season was, and this season was no exception. The animation was fantastic. The voice acting from everyone was great. Um, you know, it's, um, I loved the, the twists and turns the season had. Uh, and again, I, I mentioned some of them, obviously some of the big ones, but that there were some that I didn't mention that when you watch the episode, you're like, oh, shit, I didn't see that coming. Uh, so, you know, 
when you when you see the season you'll be like oh okay I wasn't expecting that <laughs> but uh but yeah I mean overall this season was great uh and I'm looking f- I mean all I can say about the Kaiman spinoff is Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for it, you know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Kite Man Hell yeah when that whenever that premieres. They said I think they said early 2024 was what the description it was what it said at the end of the teaser. And also funnily enough, they had the teaser after the credits at the end of the episode uh cuz I was about to exit out of the episode cuz I was casting it from my phone to the TV, but then I saw the I was like, "Oh, there's an after credits scene." But then I'm like, "Oh no, it's the trailer." But but I watched the trailer again just because I was like, well, it's at the end of the episode. Might as well. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, hell yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the Kai Man spinoff. Uh, we haven't seen much of Kai Man. I don't think we saw him at all this season. Uh, but, uh, but again, there's dozens and dozens of characters, probably hundreds, but you know, that we, ha- that we did see this season. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not, it's not that big a deal that we didn't see Clayface or Kai Man that much, you know, because it's like, well, we got a lot of them in the first two seasons and part of season three. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to his spinoff and, uh, they haven't, I don't think they've officially greenlit season five yet or announced it, but I'm assuming with all that they set up at the end of season four and all the cliffhangers, they kind of teased, uh, at the, in the, at the end of the season finale. And the fact that they released the trailer for the spinoff, uh, for the Kaiman spinoff yesterday too, I have a feeling that, I'm I'm fully confident, like I'm 98% confident that, uh, or 90% confident, <laughs> uh, that they'll announce a, f- a season five soon. But uh, I can't wait. Uh, and yeah, I'm definitely going to be talking about Kite Man Hell Yeah <laughs> in season eight uh, when it premieres next year, which I guess it'll be season eight of the podcast, uh, depending on when in the t- 2024 it premieres. If it's early, it should be sometime in season eight of the podcast because, you know, it, I'm assuming it'll be like spring. Uh, but yeah, and then I'll obviously be reviewing season five of Harley Quinn, which I don't know if that'll premiere next year, but I, I don't know. Cause with the Kaiman spinoff premiering next year, it might be 2025, but you know, all I can say is I'm glad that the waits, the wait between seasons three and four wasn't too long considering how long the break between seasons two and three was. Um, but then again, you know, obviously you can't rush art and I'm glad they didn't rush this season because it was just as great. And again, like I said, they they've shown the creator, the the uh, the people uh, creating the show, working on the show, uh, have shown no sl- signs of slines, have shown no signs of sl- uh, slowing down, and they've done a great job so far with the show. And yeah, I can't wait for the Kite Man spinoff and season five. So uh, I guess that does it for tonight's episode. Uh, I'm not quite sure, honestly. I haven't decided what next week's episode is going to be. Uh, it might be another music review, so you know, be you'll. I guess you guys will all be in for a surprise next week because I'm not entirely sure as of yet what next week's episode is going to be. But uh, whatever it is, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll be back next Friday. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, uh, and I'll, I hope you guys have a great weekend. And I will see you all next Friday for the next episode. And until then, take care. <laughs>